0: Have Victoria University students effectively been given a hall pass that gets them out of face-to-face lectures? After COVID restrictions were dropped, the university announced some students and courses would require students to physically turn up to lectures again. But the Victoria University of Wellington Students Association felt a blanket face-to-face policy would disadvantage a significant chunk of them, including those needing to work to fund their studies, people with mobility issues or family commitments. Now the university has adopted a new policy that means staff must record lectures and rooms with the equipment to do so or provide other appropriate materials to students but it says the recordings are not a replacement for in-class learning joining us now is victoria university student association president jessica year jessica do you have to turn up or not i'm a little confused about it
1: Yeah, the policy actually is not actually specifically about turning up in person or attending online. The policy is about providing lecture recordings as a supplementary tool to students engaging in their class. So uh, before the policy, you could still turn up in person or online as well. If you were in a class that just didn't provide lecture recordings, it would mean that you would miss out on the lecture content. But there's no actual specific... I guess what I'm trying to say is that the in-person attendance or online attendance is... um, a consequence of the policy, but the policy is not actually
0: about the attendance. Why wouldn't students want to come in person?
1: I think it's not so much a question of why students want to come in person or not, but what are the barriers that um, mean that it's difficult for them to come in person. You've already mentioned a lot of them to do with uh, working, uh, with the cost of living and having to you know manage expectations with your employer um, and being able to make those commitments as well um, with final commitments, other obligations, Uh, disability. If you're an international student, you might actually want to be able to review the lecture recording content after class as well. So there are a lot of reasons why students will want lecture recordings as a supplementary tool, but also, yeah, there are a lot of barriers that make this a significant equity issue.
0: Do you think uh, that fewer people will come to class as a consequence face-to-face?
1: No, I don't think so. I think that's been the problem with the narrative around lecture recordings so far, that The lecture recordings and in-person attendance are two issues that have been conflated as, you know, having a binary relationship where thought that recordings are the thing that drives students out of classrooms, whereas that's not true. And there are many pre-existing reasons why students can't attend in person. Um, All those reasons I've just mentioned aren't dependent on providing lecture recording access or not. The students are probably already not coming if they are facing those barriers. This is going to help them stay in studies and not drop out.
0: Yeah, but how many how many students do you think are in that situation, I'm wondering? And will other students use it um, as an excuse not to turn up? Because I can just catch up later.
1: Well, I think, for example, in Wellington, the cost of living crisis is so severe. Average rent is so high for students. You can't possibly live just on your student loan that you have to be working. And it can't be expected that those work hours are all going to fall outside of class times when you might also be doing four uh, four-time courses in a trimester with different competing times and then you're not going to be able to perfectly balance that so sometimes you might be able to attend in person sometimes you might not be able to um, and I think yeah there might be a small minority of students who see this as a reason to not attend in person but I think there's a question there of how can of for the staff and the university to consider how can we w- encourage students to want to come to classroom rather than force them to come to class because I think actually there's a big conversation to be had around how we can evolve learning and teaching pedagogy so that it's exciting and it's inviting and students feel like are contributors in the classroom and they're not just there listening and being talked to and not actually being able to uh, be offered up the ability to you know contribute to
0: discussion or anything like that. Jessica, what would you say to people who are listening and they think, well, actually turning up in person to class at a specific time is part of the commitment of university and shows that you're committed to it?
1: Well, I'd say that it's a nice sentiment to have, but the reality is that modern students these days have to juggle a lot of commitments and difficulties, and it's simply not realistic to ask majority of today's students, particularly those from um, middle and lower income families as well, that they have to attend class all the time, every single class, and prioritize that. Um, I'd say that, that a lot of students want to do that, but that it's difficult to do so.
0: Would this make it possible for someone who potentially comes from a small town where there isn't a university, let's say you're from Moriwa or you're from Gisborne, could you you enrol at um, Vic University and conceivably do all your study from your home in another town?
1: It depends on what degree and programme you are studying because you will still have to look at the course and figure out if that's possible or not. But this policy doesn't make that possible for every single course because I think there needs to be specific support for distant students to be able to do that well and some universities specifically cater to that like Massey University.